Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Giving Hope Podcast. On today's episode, I got to catch up with my friend Camille McIntyre, all the way from New York City. I am so excited about this episode. I look forward to getting to know her so much better, and I know you will too. This is Hope with Camille. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. So yes, of course, I'm Camille McIntyre and um, mm-hmm. I am here on Staten Island, New York. My husband, mm-hmm. my hubby and I, gosh, we've been together for over 30 years now uh, together and in ministry together. So we've been doing a mm-hmm. gosh ministry since I was 19 years old. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yeah, that we, is so good. Uh, we started uh, with youth ministry. Um, mm-hmm. So around 2021 and uh, i we were in ministry for 17 years together and we, we actually wow. saw four or five, is it, I'm trying to think five different age groups come in and through high school age groups come in and through our, our youth ministry. And wow. we, yeah. And we, we were talking about it the other day and we have about, I don't know, there might be about 20 kids that came in and through and are now pastors and worship leaders that's the way to do yeah, it. Yeah, authors and like it's just it, it's kind of mind blowing when you when we think back on that on that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're still you know pretty close with a lot of those kids, and they've got kids now. And I think one might have a grandkid on the way. <laughs> we're like, oh, oh my, my gosh, you're like, <laughs> oh, like, please stop. Ha- <laughs> wait a second here. So yeah, we, we we had fun doing that. We were with one church and one pastor for 17 years under his. Nice. Yeah, and it was it was quite you know quite the experience and but mm-hmm. the, you know the lord started to really move us out and mm-hmm. about i'd say about 16 17 years ago the lord really put it on our hearts to start thinking about find, you know finding some, a group of people and he mm-hmm. led us to a certain spot on staten island we're born and raised here uh my husband and i born you know we're native yeah. staten islanders yeah and um so yeah, like I said, about 16, 17 years ago, we really felt led to a specific area on Staten Island, not an area that we lived in or even mm-hmm. thought about, to be quite honest. Um, but the Lord drew us here and we started praying um, around mm-hmm. and through some of these neighborhoods that are surrounding Midland Beach. That's where we are. Mm-hmm. And the fun thing is, is that we had a group of people that just started gravitating towards us. So we started in a house and we just started with a Bible study. And my husband and I played the guitar, you know, we sang yeah. and we taught a little Bible lesson and we just started growing. And it, lo and behold, a few months in, we had like about 30 to 40 people in a house, jamming them into a house. And mm-hmm. we were like, hey, you know what? I think we're supposed to be somewhere else. So my husband and I started looking around and we found this really cool, like, I guess it's like a community center. And we started renting that on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. And that's where Oasis Church NYC was born. And Wow. It's been quite a journey, I have to tell you. I mean, 16 years into this, we we have so many miracles, so many stories that we love to tell. The the, the number one uh, miracle was when the Lord actually approached us through this other ministry. It was a it was a church, um, Redeeming Grace, mm-hmm. and they were t- they were going to lose their building. They were very oh, small, wow. very small congregation. They maybe if they had 20 people, they were lucky, but they had this great piece of property and um they were mennonites to believe it or not wow and, yeah and we were we were non-denominational at the time and they came to us and they said hey we heard that you were renting some space that you might be in need of a building and we were like well we certainly mm-hmm. are do you have one and they said we do and what's funny is we spent about i'd say maybe eight weeks throughout a summer and just getting together our two congregations melt you know meshing and praying together and we would have worship services together. And through after the summer was over, their leadership said, we think you're supposed to have this property. So we said, wow. And they, and let me tell you, they had been here for like 15 years, sewing Mm -hmm. into um, owning this property. And the Mennonites, the bishop came and he sat with us and said, hey, you know, we know that you're not Mennonites, but we really feel like this is a God thing. So yeah, so what wound up happening was they literally gave us this piece of property it's i have to tell you it's got to be over a million a million or so if we were to sell it and um they gave it to us for like i think it was like a hundred and forty thousand dollars wow and that's all yeah yeah yeah. it was like i like we just kept looking at each other we were pinching pinching, yeah pinching (laughs) each other throughout the whole thing and just saying like when god has a plan Mm 
You know, mm-hmm. that, that was one of the things I really wanted to touch on today. Um, a bunch of us ladies have been talking about waiting on the Lord. And when mm-hmm. you wait on the Lord and you wait for his timing for something, like he just yeah. blow, he will blow your mind. He will blow your mind more. 100%. He will, yeah. He will give you more than you even dreamed of. I mean, we never thought in a million years. My husband and I were renting a, a little apartment, little space, renting a little, you know, a little space to have a few people, mm-hmm. six, 60 people at the most. And the Lord was like, no, you know, I, I have um, another plan. It's, it's not right. what you were thinking. It's not what, and it was so cool because, you know, we came together and the two churches really like loved on each other and we became one, you know, so yeah. that, and that's, and that's, that's the, the story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's the story of, of just like, I guess, 15, 16 years of sewing into one place. And that's actually unheard of on Staten Island. A lot of the, the ministries, they come in and out, they, they might last anywhere from two to five years. And they're mm-hmm. gone and they're gone because I have to tell you, wow. if anyone knows anything about New York City, it's a tough place. It's tough, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. T- tough ground, tough people to work with. But I guess I think we've lasted this long because we are um, native Staten Islands. We, we speak the lingo. We know we know what right. it's like to live here. We know, you know, how tough it is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, God's really blessed us and, and the group of people that he's blessed us with. Something I wrote uh, last week was my husband and I always say, when we first started the ministry, we had a friend that was um, going to sew into it before we even knew what it was going to be. He said, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want to help sew, you know, sew in and, and le- you know, help to see this come into fruition for you guys. Right. And he said, but let me tell you, because this is, this is more than, than finances. He says, God is, God is going to give you the treasure. He goes, and the treasure is going to be the people. It's not going to be finances. And that is something that we have come to understand. It's like, wow, yeah. We look around and we go, pinch me because these people are amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So what is what is the um, denomination predominantly like over there? Because I know like in Texas, mm. we have a lot of Baptists. We have quite a few Methodists. Right. Um, some Church of Christ, Pentecostals. So mm. it's a good blend, but it's predominantly Baptist. Where right. You, you know, you're going to see at least three or four Baptist churches. Right. Yeah. In, yeah. One, ta- in one town. So what is, I, what I is it figure that, yeah. Now, yeah. well, it's kind of fun. Um, Staten Island is really, you know, New York City, of course, is a melting pot. So right. we have a lot of Catholic, I mean, Catholic background that's entrenched mm-hmm. here. So that's pretty much there's like, a, you know, there's always been like, it's a story. It's a funny story. There's a Catholic, <laughs> there's a Catholic parish on every corner, it seems like. Yeah. Um, actually, they're not even the next street over. There's a Catholic parish um, next to us. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, but we, as far as we are concerned, we started non-denominational and mm-hmm. for, for the most part, the evangelical uh, presence on the Island, you know, is, it's small. I'd say hmm. mm-hmm. it's not really Baptist. There are a handful, but it's mostly non-denominational. Hmm. Um, we came out of a, the, the church that I mentioned at the beginning, um, when we were youth pastoring, we were in an assemblies of God church that's Pentecostal. Um, yeah. But when we started, we kind of started pulling away a bit, um, not from the charismatic faith or, or the tenants, the tenants of faith. We just were like, okay, what, what does it look like? Well, who we were drawing were many non-believers, people that had right. never really set foot in a Protestant Christian background church. Oh, it was mainly Catholics. So mm-hmm. they were, they were, you know, a little like, well, what is this? Is this a cult? Right. You know, is this a cult? You know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, they had, oh, you know, yeah. they have the people ringing the doorbells, you know, on Saturday morning, dressed in black. And, you know, they're like, uh-huh. All right, well, is this who you are? So we had kind of wanted to come, you know, kind of middle of the ground. My husband's background, you know, we were both Catholic as well, you know, growing up. My husband was an altar boy. So, you know, we speak the language. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. We, we speak, that we helps. Speak the I mean, yeah. you have it all around. God, like, totally molded mm-hmm. you perfectly for yeah. the community that you're in. It's awesome. so true. He's, he's good yeah. like that. Yes, but, yeah. So that's really, you know, that's really where, you know, we, we fall. We are non-denominational, but we, my husband likes to say we are uh, charismatic with a seatbelt on. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And the parameters of the word. (laughs) Absolutely. We We don't take it outside the word. That's right. If it doesn't happen in in the word, we don't Mm -hmm. do it. If we, if people, you know, (laughs) If people can describe us, they would definitely say we are just, we are people of the word. You know, we are all about the word and and learning 
So mm-hmm. yeah, that's why one of the reasons why we, we came, you know, middle, middle of the ground, you know, middle yeah. ground. So how has these past few months affected? Because I've been watching you, girl. I've been mm. watching you lead that worship outside. Uh-huh. And I, I sing along with you when cool. he, the last video when you were singing Oceans. Yeah, I was like, yeah. well, I, it was muted. And then I was like, what is Camille singing? She is in it. <laughs> she is in that song right now. And I unmuted it. And, right, and my husband, of course, we're music people. And he was like, right? who's that? Yeah. And I was like, that's my girl, Camille. She is worshiping the person I Jesus right worshiping. now. worshiping, yes. 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 And it was so good. So how mm. has it been? You know, have you seen, you know, just, mm. just the, the change of just atmosphere when it comes to Cause I know that there's so many people that are struggling right now so, with yeah. all this stuff. And, so true. and I can't imagine in New York, I mean, it just seems like it's an epicenter it really, of it all really that's was, going yeah. on in our country. So oh, absolutely. How, how has it been ministry wise for mm. you guys? Yeah. You know, when COVID hit um, in March, we were just floored. I mean, we were mm-hmm. sitting here watching people, you know, just so many people die. And to be honest, Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of like how I started getting getting unstuck with my little lives on, on Monday morning. My story is, you know, that I was I just pulled the covers up over my head and said, I, I'm, I'm not coming out till after this is all over. Because right. <laughs> I don't yeah, it was, I know it was I know those feelings. Tough. It was tough. Mm-hmm. So when we went in lockdown, you know, New York City really was the epicenter of this thing of of the United States. Yes. So yes. we we were seeing I mean, I think we hit eighteen hundred deaths in one day. Oh my god. Just gosh. just in the five boroughs. So mm-hmm. you know, and it was hitting home here. Like for us, it was like our best friends in this couple that uh, we started the church with, even we, we were, we were back as far as um, doing youth ministry together. They, mm. they were on our team and, and the husband, you know, is a Verizon worker and he contracted COVID very early into this. So if mm-hmm. you know anything about COVID, many people early on, those were the ones that were, were passing away because they just didn't know what to do with these patients. Right. Cause they, it was such an unknown of mm-hmm. treatment. They had no idea to, what yeah. to do. So, right. I mean, we literally, when I tell you, we literally prayed this man back to life because he was at the edge, <laughs> the edge wow. and um, very healthy, did not have any kind of, you know, did not have any, any issues, uh, mm-hmm. underlining issues, very healthy Praise man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they pretty much said, you know, towards the, uh, the end there, they were like, he's going to go on a ventilator. And we knew. Uh, we knew as a gr- as a group what was happening all around us that anyone that went on a ventilator usually did not get off the ventilator, did not make it. Right. So what we did was at the start of uh, COVID in March, my husband said, you know, we, we, we can't have church, but what we can do is we can at least pray on Zoom. So literally every single night of the week, we got on mm-hmm. for an hour on Facebook Live and on Zoom and our team just prayed prayed up a storm and awesome. it's what brought our church family together. I think, I believe it's who we are, why we are, who we are today, six mm-hmm. months down the road that we're t- real tight like that and very strong. And mm-hmm. um, so he, they basically said, yeah, he's, he's not going to make it out of this. And that night mm. we decided, no, 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 he is going to make it. And we all stayed up 24 hours and we prayed that man through. And they, they said, okay, towards the middle of the night, they said, he's not going to be on a ventilator. And then um, the, in the morning, they were like, you're, you're a miracle. Like they said, we wow. thought we were going to lose you several times throughout the night. And he, you know, and he, he made it home. He's out of the hospital, of course, and, and he's back with his family. I mean, he's still struggling. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things that we really, that hit us hard. You know, it, it, it came so close to home for us. And, um, mm-hmm. but as far as the Island and then the greater five, five boroughs, I mean, we were, the lockdown was very scary. Most yeah. of the churches on Staten Island, some of them have not even gotten back together again. Yeah. You know, we're outside in our yard. We're, we're blessed enough to have a space big enough to hold, you know, right. to, to hold us outside until the weather holds up. But most people haven't even started, you know, started back having any ch- kind of mm. church services, um, so, you know, it's been, it's been very, very hard on the wider body of Christ here on the island. And I know it's been like that for everyone, you know, all, all over the place, but especially for us here, you know, we, we were, we were kind of devastated by it, you know? Yeah. 
So, yeah. but, you know, coming back from it, like coming out of it now, I mean, we could mm-hmm. see, you know, we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel now. Right. Yeah. And, the, and the people are like, I just, like I was, I've been saying, it's like, I'm just, I'm brought to tears every Sunday morning. These people coming out with their lawn chairs, you know, and they're, they have their face masks it. on and they're, you know, and they're, yeah. they're ready to go. They're like, we, we need to be with one another. Like they, they mm-hmm. saw through the last six months, how difficult it was to be separated and how desperate mm-hmm. they were to get back together again. Cause they knew that's where the power is. The power is, is when we're, we are one and we are together. We're worshiping together. Right. I wish so, more people understood that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's hard. I'm believe me. And, I, and I, and I get it. The, the, the balance between mm-hmm. wisdom, yeah. using wisdom and, but also the craving to, you know, not dismiss the assembling of yourselves together. Mm, so yeah. it's that like, we can be together. Like, even if you're like on a corner of that street, across the street, mm. yeah, <laughs> and yeah. you're over here, we're still kind of, de- we're still together. And even in zoom, we're still, we're right. still, we're still together. It's just that keeping that momentum going mm-hmm. where so many people who were hanging on by a thread to begin with spiritually, right. the ones that don't have the congregation right now, I think it's so pivotal for them to find a place, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that they can at least count on that they can tune in, yeah. you know, even on Facebook and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of people are just so disconnected. Yeah. You know, they're so, they are, and to be honest, I, I know as people are, this is, you know, we're even coming out of this further. I, I really feel like a lot of people are just not going to go back to church. There's, there's so many people right now that are, mm-hmm. we're starting to see are kind of like, in, you know, we're okay. We're, we're, I think we're going to, we're going to hang back. I mean, COVID, I have mm-hmm. to be honest, has put a, a, a great fear in many people. Um, yes. There are many that don't, you know, really think that it's a thing, but because we're here in New York City, I mean, the the, the rates at which we were losing people was just, right. it was right in our faces. So it's very mm-hmm. real, real to us. Um, mm-hmm. So many people, they're just afraid. They're afraid. And um, yeah. I mean, it's understandable. You know, one of the no, things yeah. that my, my leadership, um, our leadership was afraid because we have quite a few people that do have, you know, that are immunocompromised. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I myself actually am, I have, you know, mm-hmm. I'm one, I'm at, I'm a high risk for, um, for COVID. And at mm-hmm. the beginning, my husband was like, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> He's like, yeah. you are not going yeah. anywhere. Yeah, you yeah. are Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater's wife. Yes. <laughs> and you're going to be in the house. Mm-hmm. And he did everything. He went food shopping. He did everything. But wow. yeah, you know, we just started, I started to realize, you know, we, we can't live in fear. We can't allow mm-hmm. fear to rule us. We are the people of God. And no, mm-hmm. you don't want to be, you know, irresponsible. But right. we also, as a leadership, we have a responsibility um, to show people and to lead people well. So I told my team, I was like, listen, we don't have the luxury of hiding it out and being in our homes for the next six months or whatever, however long it will be. It's, we don't have that luxury. We have to mm-hmm. rely on, on God and we have to say, hey, this faith that we have in a God that can do the impossible will keep us and will hold us in his hands. Yes. Cause he has the final say. <laughs> he has the final say. I said, you know, after, especially after our friend Jim, you know, how they, it just proved God's faithfulness to them. That is so true. Do you know what I mean? It just showed them, Hey, okay. We, we, God's got this. We've got this. Mm-hmm. We, we can do this. And, and we have people, like I said, that are immun- immunocompromised coming out on a Sunday morning and sitting outside. I mean, we are social distanced. We, we have these little signs six, six feet apart, you know, and all that. But, right. You know, we have a lot of people that, that for the most part would probably, you know, if they were had allowed fear, you know, would keep them from coming, but they're, they're out, yeah. they're out and they're sitting with us and, you know, they're being led well by, by yes, their, by their pastor. That's good. That's, I mean, yeah. that's all that we can, I mean, not mm-hmm. all, but that's the beginning of what we need to be doing yeah. as a body of Christ is yep. not shrinking back. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's finding those ways through wisdom, but also through obedience to God. Cause that's the, fi- he has the final say, exactly. no matter what it's like, exactly. you can, I will obey the laws of the land until they cross over and tell me to disobey God. And mm. then I'm just not going to, you know, I'm going to tap that with wisdom. I'm going to see God on that matter. Exactly. You have to, Cause you have to, like you said, lead by example. Yeah. You have to show people that disease doesn't have the final say it's not. that we can, we can pray through this. Mm-hmm. We can, we can push through this right. with wisdom, 
but we have to keep going. We exactly. can't shrink back. We've come, we've come too far in we our have, faith absolutely. as a nation to allow something like this to take us back to the dark ages. It's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, 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 and for as much as we, you know, we, we kid around with the conspiracy theories. I, I mean, I have to say my husband and I, we, we look around and we're like, Hmm, you know what? <laughs> it could possibly be, you know, the enemy, you know, of our souls really does want to steal, kill and destroy. And that yeah. is, that is his main goal. He wants to keep mm-hmm. us divided. He wants to keep us in fear and, um, yeah. you know, it's up to us whether or not we allow that to happen. That is so true. So mm. what are some amazing things that have come out that you've seen about the way you change your, mm. your ministry has yeah. come out through this? Um, yeah. You know, one of the things I'd say, I, I'll go back as far as almost eight, eight or nine years ago, my husband and I had attended quite a few different conferences and they were, you know, mm-hmm. church planning conferences and different things like that. And one of them we had been at had really caught our, our ear, my heart really. And it was about mm-hmm. establishing houses of prayer. They called them houses of prayer. And mm-hmm. I was like, what, what is that? You know, what is that even about? So we started looking into it and it was just basically prayer rooms, establishing a prayer room. And we, I mean, it, it caught my heart. I was like, honey, like, I think the Lord is saying that we're supposed to be the first maybe prayer room on Staten Island um, and prayer mm. room in that, you know, it would, we would love to have a 24 hour prayer room where people were coming in and out, you know, and, and leading worship right. and, and praying. We would love that. But just to start out, we just wanted to be able to say, we can pray every day together. And I'm talking, this is eight years ago and wow. we could never get that thing off the ground. <laughs> We were like people, you know, prayer is really important. You know, yeah. we, we would, te- you know, we would teach about it and we would like, and it just, it just never caught people just could not catch the vision of it mm. un- until COVID <laughs> and you yeah. know, enter, enter COVID. And that, that establishing every single night just became, I mean, we, we were having like, you know, anywhere at, upwards from anywhere from 15 to 25 people getting on every single night to pray and they still get on every single night to pray. Awesome. And it's, and then I said, honey, w- like we really thought we were, you know, we were supposed to be this house of prayer and God did it. You know, there wasn't anything mm-hmm. that we, it really was not anything that we were doing. It was like, God said, all right, this is how it's going to happen. I mean, he already said it to us eight years ago, but he was like, timing is everything, you know, waiting, waiting. <laughs> yeah. That so, is yeah. Amazing. so like, I have to be, I have to say like, we, again, pinch me because it's, it's a dream come true. And it's definitely um, a promise fulfilled for us because mm-hmm. we now, now what we've done is, you know, we were leading for, for the most part, my husband and I, we'd, you know, we'd, we'd sing some songs and we'd pray out, but after some time it was like, okay, this is four months in, we, we need to establish people to get, you know, to, to get into this thing. So we right. started to develop, you know, each, uh, uh, each night, a different leader would be leading out. And that's what we've done. We've kind of step back from it now. And we have someone leading out the prayer. They have the, they have a, a guideline that they, you know, will pray through every night is a different thing. We'll pray like the Lord's prayer one night, another night we'll pray for revival. Another mm-hmm. night will be a pr- prayer through a scripture. Um, and another, awesome. yeah. And another night will be just intercession for the body, people's needs. And uh, it's, mm-hmm. I have to say, it's been pretty incredible um, to hear the, um, I just, the growth in the prayers, in their their ability to believe believe God for anything is there. Like, and for a long Mm -hmm. time, I, I don't think people believed God that that God could do anything, you know, or do everything he said. And uh, they believe now, (laughs) right? We believe, we believe. So yeah, that's one of the, I think the best things that's come out of the last six months. And, you know, as far as uh, church without walls, that's been very interesting too. You know, I have to say, yeah. like, what is that going to look like? And I, and I know that right. you know, things are starting to open up now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be, we're, I think we're going into uh, phase three now, which is they're opening, going to be opening up restaurant indoor dining to, oh, I think, wow. yeah, 25% or something like that capacity. I'm not quite sure the capacity, but that's where we've been as far as church is concerned. We can meet indoors up to 25%, mm-hmm. but uh, most of the people really, they'll, they'll come when we're outside. They just feel more right. comfortable. Um, I think that as, as things go on, I think they'll start to get, you know, get, become a little more comfortable with that. But, um, that's been interesting that, you know, I have to say one of the the fun things is is because we're outside every Sunday, our neighbors are hearing everything. 
We're, yes. They're hearing, they're hearing the word, they're hearing mm-hmm. us pray, they're hearing us worship. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting to see the changes. We had a, a, we've had a few families come just because we're outside. And they're, yeah. they're like, and they, you know, they, ne- we never thought they would have come. You know, and they're like, I think we need to be uh, around you guys more. Like, you know, <laughs> nice. like, we, meanwhile, we've been here for 16 years. We, you know, we've been hanging out with these people. We have them for, you know, barbecues right. and we have, you know, relationship with our neighbors, but not the kind of relationship where they would attend, you know, mm-hmm. not our, not our meeting our neighbors, like on our, our very streets that are, you know, attached to our home. Um, right. We have people from the community that come. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as our actual neighbors that we get to hang with and do do life with, we're like, wow, like this is the best thing <laughs> we, that could have happened. That is, I know. Um, it's so amazing it's how amazing. God's turning it back really into mm-hmm. the New Testament. He church. is. He is. He's like, watch, I'm going to bust you out. Mm-hmm. Because I think that it, I, I said this before that it, I think that God wanted it to be like how you shake a rug that's been sitting there and it's been mm. accumulating all these, this time. Absolutely. And we just assume that it's clean until you shake it, that's you right. know, and then all this stuff gets kind of brought up to the surface that we mm-hmm. needed to see. And this is that getting the people out of their comfort zone, yeah. but also showing people, like you said, the neighbors who have been your neighbors for over a decade, Yes, you know, going almost two decades that they're seeing are like, Oh, that's what they've been doing inside of those walls. Not mm-hmm. that they haven't seen people show up and right. see the, you know, get togethers and all that stuff. But it's amazing to see, cause I've noticed that even here in, in East Texas, mm. um, the amount of, uh, open door policy that has sprung out where pastors have gone and pulled, a, mm. you know, tractor trailers up to the, yes. to, to, you know, up to the, to the door and block the, enough where people can go in. We've had companies deliver porta potties to oh, wow. people, even neighbors. They're like, no, you know, the mama, she can come in here and use the restroom or whatever. It's like, and they, people just sit out in their lawns. I've driven by, after my service is over mm. and of course, you know, it's East Texas. So like, like you said, like there's a church on every corner. Mm. So you go and you see all these people with their lawn chairs outside, just, you know, and you hear, you roll down your window and you hear a pastor with a loudspeaker declaring mm. the mm. word of God where, wow. nor- where normally, you know, you drive by and you see all the cars at the church, but you don't hear anything. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you listen a little bit, if you hit it on, you know, the choir, you might yeah. hear the choir singing or the worship, you might hear the piano or the drum set going. Right. But now you actually hear it. It's incredible. The word of God being declared mm-hmm. outside and in the air and people mm-hmm. in their homes yeah. can sit on their porch and listen to the word. And it's just, it's been an interesting um, mm-hmm. evolution of, it's how certainly God's showing yeah, absolutely showing the world the church is still very much alive it is I, I love it because it's funny at the beginning of the year all right so I'm just going to put it out there I am pretty prophetic okay I just yeah, love I, I love it no everything go for it. So that has to it. do with the prophetic and now mm-hmm. I don't really I'm not crazy like it like you know some people can be but yes I, have I to got gotcha. you all say, within the parameters all of the word within the parameters of <laughs> there are a, a very small handful of men that I will listen to Mm-hmm. And I'm talking, mm-hmm. you know, time tested 30 years, 40 years in the ministry. Gotcha. And uh, so very, very few handful. But the ones that I, I do listen to at the beginning of the year, you know, look, going into 2020, you wanted to know, all right, what's it going to look like? You know, what are people, what are they saying? And mm-hmm. uh, I started listening to them. And two in particular that I really adore were saying the church in 2020 will look nothing like it does now. Ooh. It, they kept saying, like, as, but they didn't say how or what was going to be happening. But specifically, they were saying, by the end of 2020, we will not recognize church mm. the way we have it now. It will be different. And I, I was like, Lord, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know? Right. Exactly. And how, Does that mean? You know, is that good or is that yeah, bad? Like, like, what is this? Little did we know, you know, COVID, but. Right. The things that God does in and through, I mean, he works everything together for good, right? So that's right. what is the good that is coming out of it? The good that's coming out of it is that we're, I, I believe, 100%, I believe that God is waking up his church. The, yes, br- is. the bride is beginning 
to awaken to Mm -hmm. who she really is Mm -hmm. and understand fully the authority and the power that she has. And now a word from our sponsors. Now let's get back to our program. Amen. And I'm like, Lord, yes, (laughs) it's it's about time, you know, um, yes, wake us up, keep waking us up and, you know, not to be, you know, over spiritualized things. Um, but I, I've seen it. I've, I've been seeing, I've seen people mm-hmm. who I thought not in a million years would believe God for a miracle. And they're praying out prayers of faith that are knocking yes. my socks off. <laughs> yes, I know. I got you know? It just chills, just mm-hmm. the amount of people that are like, you know what, this is right. Mm-hmm. This is real. This yeah. is happening. This we is have happening. a friend of ours that, um, He's gone back and forth between agnostic and mm. somewhat religious because he was he was raised Catholic and right. it wasn't a very good situation, but he goes back and forth with it. And we were having we were eating pizza sitting in one of our little local pizza places, mom and pop pizza places. And um, and this was probably the beginning of June. And he's and we were, the news was going on in the background and it was talking about things opening and shutting and opening and shutting and all Mm. this stuff. And, and he said, you know what? Jesus is coming back really soon. Mm. And my husband and I looked at each other like, did we just, did he just Mm -hmm. like, he never has ever had any, and that to us was a miracle in and of itself. Like mm-hmm. all the seeds and the tears and the prayers wow. that have been planted in his life. He was like, yeah, I believe rapture is about to happen. Like Ooh. we're, we're close. And we're I was close, like, yeah. mm-hmm. what, is, <laughs> what, and what? Okay. God out of like, and you think when he says out of the mouth of babes, you know, mm-hmm. you think of like a children, child, but, right. but you also, also the, the baby, Christian, like the baby spiritual, you know, the spiritual babies, the ones who don't know anything that they're on the basic formula of milk that you could possibly get, you know, and they're going to see it too. Cause those seeds, the, his word does not return void. Mm -hmm. And those seeds that even that are planted in a, in a ground that we think might be thorny, rocky ground might be fertile soil. It just needs the, you know, the watering and the continual watering and, and, and nurturing. But Mm. I I mean, I, I see it in everyday, in everyday life, God is revealing his plan and his purpose where Mm. we thought was dry ground is fertile soil and we're seeing it happening. Mm -hmm. And I told people like, if you want to (laughs) jump into this vein, if you want to jump into the vein of what God is doing right now, this avenue of power Mm -hmm. that is about to be unleashed on this earth, I was like, God is, God is tilling up the ground. Mm. He's tilling it up. He's pulling weeds. He is getting things ready. He's showing the body exactly what needs to be purged out of our lives. I was like, this it's not a coincidence that Netflix is doing what Netflix is doing. Yes. It's not a coincidence that we're starting to see the, the amount of celebrities involved mm. in child trafficking. Yeah. It's not a coincidence that he's uprooting the mm. NBA, the NFL. He's showing people like, listen, mm-hmm. where, where, what are you, what are you truly putting forth? Are you the rich young ruler? Right. You've obeyed all these commandments, mm-hmm. but are you willing to get rid of this in order to follow me? Yeah. You know, what have, what kind of riches are you holding on to? Mm-hmm. What kind of things are you holding on to that you are willing? What are you willing to let go of? Because once we let go of it, mm-hmm. once we actually say, not my will, Lord, but yours be done. Mm-hmm. The harv the, the miraculous harvest that God is about, is about to unleash the window of heaven that God is about to pour out hmm. on all flesh. It is the prophet Joel. Like, Come on. It is, Come it is on. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it is going to be like the most beautiful, amazing, powerful. And it is now we're seeing, it's like this little trickle of, exactly. you know, it's momentum, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like it's, I see it as spiritually. I see it as that person who is, you know, whenever you're getting ready to run, and you're kind of jogging in place and you're mm-hmm. kind of kicking your feet out, like getting ready and you're on the mark mm-hmm. and God's like, get set, mm-hmm. you know, I'm telling <laughs> and, you, you know, it's the word of the Lord, my sister, because every, yes. everything you're saying is like my chest, my heart is beaten because 
that was Joel was literally the beginning of the year. Like as I, as yes. I was going through some of the prophetic words that I had written down, because I had mm-hmm. in the beginning of the year, I, I like to do a, a, a sermon, you know, just a sermon on what does it mm-hmm. look like? What is what is 2020 going to look like? And right. when I started to really read my notes back, I read it to our team. I was like, God, guys, do you do you hear what God is saying? I mean, <laughs> Joel was everything. Joel was everything. And right now. What's interesting is uh, in the last couple of weeks, when, when we pray on the night for revival, it's all about, it's all about revival. It's all about the, mm-hmm. an awake, this awakening, everything yes. we get, everything I read, everything I'm hearing, um, mm-hmm. you know, people preaching, series, different things. They're all talking about like an awakening is coming, coming and you better be ready for it. Be ready for it because this harvest is so white. You're not going to have enough people to take care of it. Like, right. this, this is what they're saying. And I'm like, Lord, yes. Like, I am so ready. <laughs> I am so we, ready. We have been yes. ready to see souls coming into the kingdom. I'm like, Lord, prepare a table. Help us to prepare a table for new mm-hmm. children to, to feast at. That's what my, yes. my heart has been. Oh, that's and good. That's Isaiah 44.3 has been my, my verse that I just, I've been clinging to for the last couple of weeks. And it's for, mm-hmm. I will pour out water on the thirsty lands and streams on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your offspring, my blessing on your descendants. I'm like, yes, Lord, we want this blessing, all, every single thing in that small Mm -hmm. verse. And the reason I've been praying it is because I told our team, I said, do you guys realize the last great awakening, if you will, was 70 years ago, was the Hebrides um, revival. And -hmm. if you've read anything about revival, it was phenomenal. It was fascinating to me that they, it started with these two elderly women in their mid to upper 80s. I think they were mm-hmm. sisters and they would just started oh. praying. They were like, you know what? We feel like this place is so dry. They said no one was going to church. No one. I mean, and, and it wasn't, it was just not just their church on their little island. It was every church and mm-hmm. in the surrounding, uh, you know, towns. And they were like, God, where are you? Where are the people? So they just said they had felt this, this burden to begin to pray. And they would pray through the night, every single night. And they went to their pastor and they said, you know, pastor, we feel like God is calling us to pray for a, like something, something's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And as they were praying, if you read anything about it, as they were praying, it took them, I think, five to six weeks to even see or sense that there was a change. And they, people just started to come. People, people were getting up out of bed and being like, okay, there's something happening at the church. Let's go to the church. Awesome. And, and I, yes. it blows my mind to think, and their prayer was based on Isaiah 44, three. I love it. And it started, yes, ha- and it started happening. It went from their little town and their little Island and started spreading to all the little islands around them. And what was interesting to me was it, because it was hitting them on their Island surrounding pastors and ministries started coming to them and saying, we want this. How do we get, how do we, how yes. do we get this? Yes. We want to see p- young people in our churches again. We want to see people filling, you know, wanting God again. And they were like, well, this is the prayer we prayed. And they prayed one part of the story is they prayed these, these women and this, these pastors prayed in a barn and they were praying this prayer and these pastors got on their knees and they're like, Lord, we will not leave here until mm-hmm. you do this. Give to us right. what they are experiencing. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they said that the, sh- the, the barn shook and then oh, wow. kids, people started coming out of nowhere, just saying we, we, there's something happened and we sense that there's something happened. We need to start coming back to church. And I'm like, Lord, you know, you can do that. You can work yes, in, in, any, in any way you, you see fit, you know, and I'm like, Lord, let, let it be, let it happen again. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. we have, we have uh, people, friends of ours that are in the city and they've been praying for this for over a year literally specifically wow. Isaiah 44, three. And, mm-hmm. um, and they have a prayer, uh, the same thing that we've been doing every night, but they, I think they pray four. they have their prayer rooms, pray four times a day for an hour. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they do it on zoom now before it was, you know, they were actually people going to the prayer rooms, but right. that's what really started to kind of spur on. And they were just, they're just going hard. They're like, Lord, we want to see our city changed for you. Let yes. Equip us. Put the words in our mouths. Yes. Give us opportunities yes. to spread the gospel message. But none of that can really happen unless your spirit is with us. So yes. we're not going to go anywhere. We're not going to do anything until we know that we are being led by you and we have your anointing. Yes. You know, uh, you know, we, we have conversations all the time. My husband and I we will we'll sit in someone's yard. We'll, we'll you know, we'll 
talk about, you know, Jesus and people mm-hmm. will come to the faith, but it's like, I, I want more of that. I, I have yes. such a burning desire in my yes. heart all that the time. I can't. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. yeah. To see it, to see it go set a fire, just like mm-hmm. a flame yep. through. And uh, we were talking about how the natural always mirrors the spiritual yes. the battlefield that we're going on, that the enemy is attacking so many people physically, mentally, mm-hmm. spiritually. And now our literal nation is on fire. Yes. And we were praying out like, yes, the, the ground is on fire, but Lord, we pray that, that as the flames burn through California, that you set souls on fire, That's right. that you set them on fire so that mm. as they see this happening, their first initial response will be to cry out for mm. you in, right. in their dry and weary land. They will cry out for you and mm-hmm. they will repent and you will hear them from heaven and you will That's right. hear, you heal will their heal land. Yes. You will heal their land mm-hmm. and our land, our people, because these are our people. As much as the, our nation wants to divide us as mm-hmm. New Yorkers, Californians, Texans, exactly. Washington, mm-hmm. you know, Illinois, Florida, you know, whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, we are all the same people. We, we are, are gods. One we are That's one. Right. We are mm-hmm. one. That's and right. for us to see them and pray for them and intercede for them and to push through for them as the enemy's trying to devour them mm. we need to keep going because that's exactly that because it's that seeking first the kingdom that's seeking right. first the kingdom and all these things will be added to us if we keep praying and pushing forward for healing for revelation for the ear, eyes of their understanding to be mm-hmm. opened yes. for them to just cry out for their god to know that their god will deliver them mm-hmm. god almighty creator of heaven and earth the father god you know god of abraham jacob that's right the god will heal them um Mm. it's 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 so important for Mm -hmm. us all to be and i will stand on that isaiah 44 3 Mm -hmm. for sure because that is just that is my heart's cry for Mm -hmm. even just this ministry that women will hear this and it and it'll something will click inside mm-hmm. of them. They're like, that's, that's it. That's exactly what I've been trying to put my finger on. Cause I, I know that more it's, it's not a, like I said before, it's not a coincidence that you and Dora mm. and um, just Ms. Delphine, yeah. Ms. Delphine mm-hmm. and Carol and just so many different so women. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so many different women. We are all in this motion of, pressing forward and wanting more and wanting healing and wanting restoration and chains to be broken. And for Mm -hmm. people to just come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, there's a reason why that at on the world side, you have this demonic spirit that's trying to diminish the beauty that is woman, that God created woman to be, to come alongside of man and to pray for him and to intercede for him, to be Amen. his help and to be, you know, to be that person that his, his armor bearer, you know, to be that person. And now there's a reason why God is showing us women mm. our place and helping so. us pray through as watchers on the wall to be mm. able to cry out to God as that wise woman Amen. and to pray for our children, pray for our men, pray for our families, pray for the body of Christ. And mm-hmm. it's just amazing to see this mirror of how the enemy is trying to distort women and destroy women. But God is like, Oh no, yeah, that that's what you might see, mm-hmm. but pray an Elisha prayer, open the eyes of my servant Lord. So mm-hmm. they can see that there are Absolutely. more for us than that's there right. is against Absolutely. us. It might look like the devil's winning, but he mm-hmm. isn't. Nope. His, he his, is not. His, his story has already been written. Mm-hmm. He, he loses. He's that's right. lost. Amen. He, he lost 2000 years ago when the that's veil right. was torn. He lost. Mm-hmm. He lost. So, you know, so I love it. I love oh. it. You know, one of the things I said this morning with Doris um, on my live was yes. The interesting thing. It. Oh good. yeah. You were, you were, I saw you. Um, so was, I think it was Nate Johnson official. I think that's the name of his Instagram. And I, okay. I you know, I, I don't really follow him very often, but I, I, it caught my eye. Somebody had post, posted it. And he was talking about how this, just this prophetic word about that in 2020, women were going to be at the forefront of whatever God was going to be doing and that he was going to be bringing women together in such a way that it had never been seen before. Mm. And there would, that, that there would be this sisterhood that would be formed and, and would just be the strong bond that would show the world, you know what? 
this is what it looks like to be one. This is what it looks like to yes. love one another despite any differences. Doesn't matter what the differences are, but this That's is what right. it looks like. And mm-hmm. I loved what Dara said. She was like, "Yeah," and it like it it doesn't have to be. We're not catty, you know. Like that yes. was the, the one thing that I, I remember thinking. Like we are 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 women. We are women of God. We are yes. you know princess warriors. Yes. Let, let's put down our swords and stop stabbing each other. Right. <laughs> and oh let's, my goodness. Let, let's start demolishing the one that is against us and trying to divide us. Right. And, and really the only thing that works, th- works, um, you know, through that and to demolish that is love and showing mm-hmm. each other love. And I said, you know what? I, I just want to love on people. And, and I have to be honest, this is not my go-to. Everyone's like, man, you're such a woman of God. You really don't know me. I mean, yeah, you really, you really don't know too many people like very closely, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yes, you only see, true. you only true. see what they put out there. It's like mm-hmm. for me, I am my flesh tendency that I always say the um, my alternate my alter ego <laughs> mm-hmm. is a very judgmental person. I could be extremely judgmental, and people are like, no, I'm like, uh, yeah, but that is who I was. Right. I don't. That's I'm my old man. I'm no longer that person. And when that old man wants to come up, I'm like, shut up, devil. <laughs> yes. I am. I'm going to show love, even when I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, Lord, sh- help me to see that person the way you see that person. Yes. You know, and when, when, when you start to, you know, pray that kind of prayer, it kind of breaks your heart a little bit. Because you yes, realize how awful you really can be in your flesh, in your, in your, in your flesh, you know, nature. Yes, how and much like, you really I, need Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Lord, I'm so far away from the way I really, you know, the way you look. Help yeah. me be more like you. But hey, you know what? I think that we're, this is all a learning experience. But I just think the times and, yeah. you know, the, this, this, new, this season that God is, is bringing us in is exactly what you just said. Like, I love that word. Um, the word that uh, God, when God created woman was azer. E-Z-E-R, mm-hmm. right? And it was, yes. is a connecto, I, I believe it is. And it's not just the, you know, the, the nice helpmate, you know, you kind of right. think, sometimes you think, you know, I hate to say this, but you think, you know, in the 50s, she's got the poodle skirt on with the, the apron and the high heels, you know yes, what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. she's making that dinner. And it's not so much that. It's not about feminism. What it's about is, it, it literally means, not just helpmate, but it literally means strong warrior who mm-hmm. does battle. Yes. That's what it means. It means we are to protect. What you just said is so key about our men. We're supposed mm-hmm. to be protecting them. Yes. We are the ones that are supposed to have their back. We go before them. We go behind them. Mm-hmm. Like we surround them yes. so that they can do what God has placed them to do. And they're mm-hmm. not, you know, this whole idea of, you know, I've even, I've even heard the word coined, the, the phrase coined Christian feminist. I don't like it. And the reason I don't like it is because <laughs> feminism and Christian are two, to- yeah, they don't, yeah. they're two totally different, you know, concepts. And mm-hmm. it's like, I am not a feminist. I am an azer. I am yes. a strong woman who does battle. Um, and I will go to war for not just my man, but for our men. For, yes. Because the enemy, for wa- yeah, for all of them, the enemy wants to take them out. They, yes. He wants to demolish them because he knows how powerful they really can be if they mm-hmm. step into who they're supposed to be. Exactly. In Christ. That is 100%. And it's like, so if we can just be who we're called to be, and it's not because it's not this, well, I'm going to take a back seat. You know, it's mm-hmm. no, it's not a, I'm behind you. It's I'm beside you and I'm all mm-hmm. around you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, it's like, it's, I got my shield up. Mm-hmm. And I am going to make sure that we get to the destination exactly. God has for us. Mm-hmm. And I will not let any weapon formed against us. That's prosper right. Because I'm right. full of the word of God, not full Absolutely. of myself. No, that's not feminism. Full myself. That's feminism. feminism. Exactly. Yes. No, is that, it's oh, not about me. <laughs> I am woman. No, yes. God no. created yes. the beauty of beauty. woman. Mm-hmm. The, yes. The, you, God created you uniquely beautiful, crafted mm-hmm. you in your mother's womb. Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Honor him in that. That is right. his doing, not my doing. I had exactly. no choice in the matter. Mm-hmm. He chose this for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to honor him by honoring what he has established. The husband and wife unity, mm-hmm. the the umbrella of the church through pastoral um, mm-hmm. um, leadership. I'm going to honor absolutely the, the, the line of leadership. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to fight for its purity. I'm going to fight absolutely. for the bride. That's as, right. You know, 
-hmm. in everything that I do with how I raise my children, Mm -hmm. how I honor my husband, how I teach the word and especially how I treat my sisters in Christ. That's right. Absolutely. I mean, it's a camaraderie. It's not for me. It's, you know, there's not the word competition really should not exist. Yes. It should just not exist. It's an awful idea. It's an awful, Mm -hmm. it gives you just what you just, your reaction to it is perfect. It's like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) it's like we should be for one another Mm -hmm. and it it just feels better. You know what I'm saying? Just being um, for someone else, putting Mm -hmm. someone else out before you. A lot of people ask me, why do you, why do you do your, your lives? You're, You're constantly having other people on and you were talking about their ministries or their books. I'm like, because we're supposed to be doing that. We should yes. be doing that. We, yes. we are not in competition. We should be collaborating. We should yes. be supporting one another. We're on 100%. the same team. Yes. For goodness <laughs> sakes. It's like, a, it's like watching a football game or the guys are just standing there cheering one man on and letting them go through that's like no that's that's not how it's supposed to be they no. pass the ball to someone else and then they that's take right. it and then they protect the quarterback and they that's go right. you know they they do mm-hmm. all the things that work and they push a little a further that's right and then they, they get a little, a little further. bit further exactly. until they get to the touchdown which mm-hmm. is salvation yeah the point is drawing men to jesus that's right and to to like i love that caddy to take the cattiness mm-hmm. to show somebody's like because the people that you will reach and see like, I might know someone that is following me mm. in Satin Island that doesn't even know that you are there. And they'd mm. be like, well, I didn't know she was there now because I said, Hey guys, this is my friend Camille. Mm. I've introduced somebody that you now can reach that I can only reach through pictures and images and, but you can actually physically now touch them. Right. And they have someone that they can actually physically go to. Mm. It's, it's just this one cohesive unit of people that we have to understand, like people that Doris touches, I will never see people Absolutely. that I, or see, I will never, you know, like it goes back and forth and we have to show how big and how beautiful, first of all, so that we know that we're not alone. That's right. There is, there is a weapon that the enemy has wielded for a very long time in this isolation among women where we think Netflix and chill Mm. is a remedy, a medicine for Mm -hmm. a broken soul. And it's not, it's not, it is togetherness. It is Mm -hmm. let's get tighter together. So, you know, you are not alone in this. That's right. You know, so I, the, the coming together and showing and highlighting, it's like, look at this amazing woman doing this and listen to her past, listen to her story. When, mm-hmm. when we share that I too have been hurt, I've too have been assaulted or I've, I've been raped or why I've, I've had gone through divorce or I've gone through infertility or I've gone through whatever it is. And we see and the women of the world see, look at, she's doing this. How is she surviving? How is she off the couch? How is she mm. still respecting her husband? How is she still raising her children? How is she still doing this with a smile on her face? Mm. Shouldn't she, shouldn't she be broken? Shouldn't she be high? shouldn't Mm -hmm. she be netflix and chilling shouldn't Mm -hmm. she be doing this shouldn't she be an alcoholic shouldn't she be addicted to drugs Mm. shouldn't she be selling her body yeah she should be but she's not (laughs) but she's not and you know why because she has jesus and she has other women who are helping her through this amen amen that's what we're for i mean we are a body for that reason and that reason alone and it doesn't matter that you're in texas and i'm in new york you know we're still part of the same body we're just you know attached to a different branch, a different <laughs> part of the body. That's vine, right. Right. And it's so, it's so beautiful mm. and it's so important. It is. It is beautiful. We're so needed. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you have coming up? I know ah. we talked about this in our last, in our conference on Saturday. Right. But I want, not that Some people might not have been with us. So let's, right, right. let's touch on what, what exciting things you have coming. Yeah. We, we should have... look out for. As far as our, um, we have a conference coming up, um, beyond ladies are getting back together. We're putting the band yes, back together <laughs> October 17th. So you can actually either go on my, um, I think Wednesday, the event bright will be, link will be up for that. I believe so. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we have that coming up that that's going to be fun. Always a fun time with my, my friends. Um, and, uh, well, you know, as far as, um, my book is, uh, my ebook is, is ready. <laughs> yes. I have an ebook coming out on focus. It's actually a sermon series that my husband and I, um, 
preached on last year on, and it was just such a great, it touched on so many things, how, how important focus really is like your mindset mm -hmm. and where, where, you know, set your mind on things above, not on the things of this earth, because let me tell you, every time you do, you're going to get stuck. <laughs> that is the truth. So, you know, we're, um, yeah, so that's going to be out ready to go, um, the end of this month. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I'm, I've been in development with, with another book um, because she chose is the name of it. And I've been working oh, nice. on this book for over a year and a half. And, and it's um, the stories of some women that have just, uh, they're so amazing, just so amazing. The things that they've, you know, overcome and gone through mm -hmm. and overcome and, and just the lessons that are learned that they taught me, you know, through watching them. And mm -hmm. so that's pretty much, that's awesome. uh, yeah, so that's really, um, almost, almost ready. Well, I'd say within the end, by the time the fall is over, we're going to have, we're going to see that, uh, Sweet. yeah, come out. So we're excited about that. Yeah. And do you have any more live interviews lined up on Instagram? Yes. Every Monday. Yes. I have, um, till the end of September, I have a uh, few ladies coming out with two books, two new books. Sweet. And I believe one that is in development. So, yeah, I mean, I, I rarely will have a, a time where I, I can't get someone because everyone's, you know, doing something out there, you know, and they need a little bit of a boost and a help yes. to get the, get the word out. Yes. So, and I, yes. I, also, I also will be um, hopefully um, developing something with Melissa Dyer. She's another sweet friend of mine. She just um, had her launch for her book, Learning to Roar, last week. And awesome. we're, we're in talks to do a little bit of a collaboration. So that should be fun, too. That's awesome. That's mm -hmm. really great. I love hearing and seeing all these women doing stuff. I have two books put on pause. And mm. so I'm like, I really need to get that fire flamed underneath mm -hmm. me and get that yeah. out before, before the um, next year. Mm -hmm. But I, I love hearing all of the exciting things that God has placed on y'all's hearts mm. that you're just going forth and allowing him to use you in such a powerful way for the mm. body of Christ. I yes. Love it. For his love glory, it. my friend. For his glory, his <laughs> glory. Amen. So final word, what word of encouragement can you mm. leave us with for the ladies out there? And for me, I mean, sure. You know. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You know, I, I really love this quote by Eleanor Roosevelt. And it mm -hmm. says, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Mm. And one of the things that I think starting out about two years ago when I was really interested in, in even trying to do the things that I'm doing today, I said, well, mm -hmm. you know, Lord started putting dreams in my heart. You know, you, you have a book in you, he would tell me. And I'd say, no, I don't. <laughs> and he would say, you know, you have a CD in you that needs to come out. I'm like, uh, Ooh, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> and it's funny how you just second guess yourself. Mm -hmm. You really, you really do. You allow, you know, yourself to be stopped by fear. And I said, no more. I said, no more. And I put that quote up on my wall and I said, no more. The future belongs to me because I believe in the beauty of that. God has given me a dream. And it's not just my dream. It's not something I would like to do. He's the one that's saying, it's time for you to do that thing. You've been yeah. waiting long enough. You've been in the waiting mode <laughs> long enough. Right. And the, t the time is now. And I said, okay, Lord. And, and, and just taking out these little, these little steps of faith, little movements. It hasn't been, you know, all right, I'm ready to launch like, you know, the next day. No, it's, it's been, <laughs> it's been, you know, an experience. It's been a journey. But still putting one foot in front of the other, I just encourage you. You just said that, you know, you have those books, you know, mm -hmm. inside of you. I'm, I'm constantly telling people that I, I have women around me that are constantly telling me, when is that book going to get, you know, when is that book done? <laughs> so I have that, you know, accountability yes. and pressure on me. So I'm going to be putting the pressure on you, my friend. <laughs> okay. I will receive it. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget. Don't forget. He's got much, much more for you. Much more. Amen. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Camille, for coming on this podcast. I greatly appreciate it. You're Aww. a blessing. I appreciate your, your worship heart and mm. your just the, the love you have for the body of Christ and for women and women's ministry. Mm. It is much needed in this world. And I, I truly look forward to your encouragement every single day when you get on, on Instagram and um, your live videos and learning more about all these beautiful women and our mm. sisters in Christ. And 
just encourage you to keep going. Thank you. I, I really, truly appreciate it. I tell people about you all the time. Aw, that's and, so sweet. And uh, so you just keep on plugging on, we sister will. girl. We will. You too. You too. I love <laughs> it. I love it. I cover you and your husband and your church with prayer. Mm. And We um, need it. And uh, I just, um, just keep going, girl. We will. It. We yes. will. You too. Thank you. You have a blessed day and I will you talk too. to you soon. Fist bump to you, my friend. Yes, ma'am. Boop, boop. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for listening to Giving Hope. Please be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll see y'all next week.